Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Blaze Experience once again. I am your host, Derek, as always, and you are joining us for episode 89 today. And today is going to be our first time in a little while going back into Dead by Daylight. We actually um, usually do an episode per month, but um, things have been kind of hectic lately, so it's been a little bit longer than that, but we are getting into our Killer Rankings episode. So we're going to talk about some Killer Rankings, and in addition to that, we do have a little bit of news to touch on, so we're going to talk about the little bit of news there and um, you know, kind of how we feel about that and go through that a little bit. So should be a really fun episode. But before we uh, introduce our guests, there's a couple of news items at the top of the show. Our next podcast is going to be next Saturday, and it's probably going to be a State of Decay 2 episode again. So uh, we're probably going to be going back to some State of Decay 2 content next Saturday. I'm not exactly sure on the topic yet, because there's a lot of topics I want to cover still, and I'm not sure which one I'm going to decide to uh, research and go with. But we will have some content there for you. And our next stream is going to be on Sunday, 12 to 4 Eastern, with Borderlands 2. Um, based on where we are in the story right now, that might be actually the ending of Borderlands 2 for us. I do have a stream scheduled Monday, 12 to 4, for Borderlands 2 as well. But if we do end up ending the game on Sunday, then on Monday what I would do is I'd play Tales from the Borderlands instead. So basically we're just going to keep going with the Borderlands story, and the next part of that story is going to Tales from the Borderlands before we go back to the Commander Lilith DLC for Borderlands 2. So basically Sunday and Monday is going to be Borderlands content. Uh, it just depends whether I finish Borderlands 2, whether both streams are going to be that, or whether one stream is going to be Tales from Borderlands. And then Tuesday, we have our State of Decay doubleheader once again. So 12 to 4 Eastern, we're going to have State of Decay 2. And then also that same night later on, I'll be back from 8 to 12 Eastern for State of Decay 2. So State of Decay doubleheader, where we do two different streams on it. But that being said, uh, that's the news we have at the top of the show here. So without further ado, I will introduce our guest. He's been on the podcast several times now. He's a great friend of mine, awesome mixer streamer, one that you definitely need to follow. And he is kind of our uh, Dead by Daylight expert here on the podcast because he knows a lot more about the game than I do. But I just try to, you know, keep up as much as I can. So please welcome back to the podcast, ACC. How are you? Hey, buddy. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here, man. Yeah, always glad to have you here. And, you know, um, it's been a little bit longer than I wanted to. So I apologize to you as well. You know, that's been, um, I think it's been like about six weeks now since we talked about it, but you know, we're getting back into it. So I forgive you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I've always wanted, had in the back of my mind, I wanted to do this episode, but, um, you know, State of the K Heartland DLC came out and like when stuff like that comes out, I mean, State of Decay is my bread and butter, and I, I do have to cover that first and foremost. So, no, I get it. Family first, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I, I know you've been playing some more Dead by Daylight since we last talked, and um, since we last talked, we actually had uh, Ghostface officially released. So, how have you been enjoying uh, Ghostface so far? I absolutely love Ghostface. I think um, definitely one of the top tier killers in the game. Simply for the fact that he has the ability to one hit down you like Michael Myers per se, but instead of jumping to three tiers, it's a stock tier. If he fully rounds that bar, he will be able within a minute's time to have a chance to down you for with one hit, which is super cool. Uh, he's got great speed. I just think uh, they did a great job making uh, such a great killer that I didn't even want in the game, but <laughs> I've turned back and. <laughs> And, and and seen the light, so it's great. Yeah, it's great to see a great killer out there. 
Yeah, and unfortunately for me, um, which this will influence my rankings somewhat um, when we get to those after, but unfortunately for me, I still haven't faced him as a survivor yet. I've been trying, you know, to get in some games and hope that he comes up, but I haven't faced him as a survivor yet. So I, I am kind of bummed out that I haven't faced him yet, but um, I have, you know, seen him on a few streams and stuff. And from what I hear from you and, you know, other people, he definitely seems pretty deadly. Well, I got to tell you, um, I've been streaming it all week. I'm doing a whole DVD marathon. It's got the love is back, like full fledged. They've done a lot of fixes, especially with the loading lobby where it's instant uh, for survivors now, which is great. Not so much for killers, but <laughs> at least for survivors. Uh, we've been playing it and I've been helping out a lot of people that are new that are my regular viewers um, get in there. We've been seeing a lot of Ghostface. He's all over the place. I guess I'm just unlucky then. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna have to get you in there. I gotta get you in there. I'll be I'll be on that all week. So I gotta get you in there, and uh, you'll definitely see Ghostface. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that'll be great. I mean, I know. Um, fairly recently, I actually ended um one game I was playing early, and you know, you jumped <clears> in with me, and we played some DVD. That was kind of fun, actually. That was a super fun night. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, because I was playing. Uh, I think I was doing our Game Pass King Kingdom New Lands, but. Um, I, I wasn't really feeling it after a couple hours. I'm like, screw it. Let's like finish off the stream with some DVD instead. Let's, let's do this. So. <laughs> yeah, someone on the stream was like, you know what? I got a good idea. <laughs> DVD. <laughs> who that was. <laughs> yeah. It, some guy just came into my chat and, you know, I'm like, yeah. hey, that's not a bad idea. Let's do it. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And it was a great night. <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of uh, really fun games, and you know we we did fairly well. I think it was um we came up against the wraith that kind of screwed us up. You know the wraith screwed us up for like two really bad games, but other than that, facing that wraith, um, we seemed to do really well. Yeah, it was definitely good. We had uh, a lot of great games there, man. And you were in the closet less. I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that out there. <laughs> I think I finally gotten over that. So you know, I, I'm not hiding in the you know closets anymore. I'm not As hiding much. it over the hatchets. Yeah, as much. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. True. And I at least wasn't uh, the first one found all the time either. You know, we actually had uh, Tandas with us, and Tandas is always the first guy I found, pretty much. So. Oh yeah, the tryhard guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he made it fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he he still plays a lot of Borderlands 2 for me, but um that's the first that's time great. I played DVD with him in a while and um <laughs> he definitely got found, you know, very quickly, very often and I I was always like the second person hooked, so I I'm not like, you know, toot my own horn too much, but you know, we had you, me, Tandis and Zombie and it was always you and Zombie left alive at the end. I was always the second one to die, so you know, it's always great to be uh, not the first death consecutively in a game. You don't want to make that record. Yes, exactly. You know, always being the first one. And I think Tandis took that title uh, unanimously on that one. So <laughs> we still had a lot of yeah. fun, though. But hey, Zombie seemed to hang in there with you pretty well. You know, he was uh, always last one alive with you, and you know, he seemed to do what pretty well with you. So he does. He does. He does. Uh, when he he does okay, he plays it once in a blue. But when he plays it, he's he does his best to live, I'll tell you that. He's great to play with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I give him a lot of shit, you know, because I love him. But, you know, Zombie, uh, you definitely are pretty good, you know, at all the games you play with me. So I, I do appreciate you jumping in there. <laughs> yeah, he's fun to play with. Absolutely. That's why I got to give him shit, you know. <laughs> hey, there would be no love if there was no poop. All exactly. Right, so that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he scoops your poop, Zombie. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and fill it well. You'll be all right. He gives it back to so you know it's a nice circle of love. Tit for tat. That's it. <laughs> Definitely. That's great. But we did have some uh, new news for DVD as well, and it was revealed that Freddy is finally getting that rework that we've been wanting for a while. So um, it's not official official yet. It's uh, being tested in the PTB, but we do have, you know, kind of the notes on what it uh, is supposed to possibly be. And we'll see if this is officially finalized. But, um, you know, how excited are you for this to be uh, official live? I've been waiting for this. Since the first week of launch of Freddy, when it was a complete nightmare to know that he was so weak and pathetic, it was it was it was so, it's a great killer with so much potential, and uh, you know, they, I from what I've seen so far, I got to look at the PTB a little bit today this morning before uh, we get started. And I got to tell you, uh, you know, it's no secret. I'll tell you now when we're doing our killer rankings, Freddy is last. I think everyone knows that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he is the worst killer in the game um, as of right now. Until this, now looking at the PTB, I think he's going to be one of the top killers uh, with the abilities he has and what he can do now. Um, I am super excited because, believe it or not, he was one of, he is the worst killer currently, but he was one of my favorites to play with because uh, I just I just love his overall style so. I'm super pumped for this. Yeah, it, it does suck like having him be so bad because you know I've always been a big Freddy fan, and you know like being such a big fan of him, it's like oh man, they made him that bad. Like so, pretty horrible, man. But uh, they've definitely rebounded. People are gonna cry that he's a bit OP. I don't think so. I think it's you cried for something better that he was too weak, made fun of it. Don't cry that he's great and gonna be a pain in the butt. <laughs> so it's gonna be great. I mean, that's the story all the time, though. You know, people cry if a character's too overpowered. They cry if they're too underpowered. So basically, the only ones they're not kind of crying about are the ones that are, like, you know, in the middle. So. Well, what's I think what people are going to be concerned about with him, he has an ability called Snares. So you're put in micro-sleep, and for 60 minutes, uh, you'll be in micro-sleep until the full minute passes, then you'll be put into the dream state as of right now. Now, he unlocks something called snares. Snares are an ability where he can drop traps down almost like the hag does, where, you know, if you run into them, you can teleport. Well, this will slow you down, almost like uh, toxicity when, you know, the clown throws a toxic gas right. at you. Or if you add an add-on, instead of using that blood snare that's on the ground he can put down, it is pallets. He can put fake pallets down. That is the coolest thing to me. The fake pallets. Like, yes. I, I love that idea. That's such a cool idea. It is so good. It is so cool. You'll have no idea. As soon as you drop it, it drops into it's blood. Like, oh, shit. It blows yeah. up. <laughs> and there's Freddy finishing off the kill. And you're like, oh, my leg. You know, <laughs> it's just going to be so good yeah. to see. Um, super excited. Uh, he looks great. Um, to be able to hit you immediately now. Um, they did a great job. So far, what I see on the PTB, great job. Yeah, we can kind of get into it now a little bit, but I mean, what you mentioned with pallets, like, that's the coolest thing for me is that he would be the only killer now that can actually make fake pallets and, you know, place those down because you're running by like, oh, screw you, Freddy, I'll just drop this pallet. Oh, shit. No, damn, it's fake. <laughs> right. The closest thing to it is the doctor when you get to the tier three state or if you're running or two at certain add-ons. 
um, you'll get the fake pallets that are laying there for you to like leap over. No, this is different. It's as if you can pull it down, <laughs> which you can, but it'll blow up in blood, meaning, yeah, there's no coverage. You're going to get hit. Right. I love it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, man. And he also can teleport. So if you blow a gen um, and he knows where it is or the vicinity, if he's pointing directed, he can actually teleport to that generator uh and get you from there so super super cool stuff yeah it definitely seems cool and i've watched some youtube videos on this and um i found some you know text on it as well and credit goes to uh marsharko on reddit i'm not sure who this person is but um they kind of wrote down you know um what they gathered from it and what apparently the devs have said from some of this so um you know if some of this is untrue then i do apologize on that but um, this is apparently what they're saying, like part of what the dev said. So um, there's two main sections to his power, sleep cycle and dream ability. Sleep cycle is a passive power. Dream ability is an active power. And apparently the devs have mentioned several times this is still a work in progress. Uh, one key point is that they're thinking about the potentially making the dream snares or dream pallets not a dream ability, but an add-on instead. So that's one thing I definitely wanted to note, ACC, because... Apparently, that's a possibility that they're going to be add-ons instead of a ability. The pallets are add-ons. It's the snares that you automatically get, which is like a little blood pool that you run over. will slow you down and you'll scream. It'll be like little traps. That will be your default. But as of the other things like the pallets and stuff, yes, those are add-ons. Right, but I'm just saying that apparently the devs said they are thinking about making the snares a possible add-on instead as well, so it's still oh, a work okay. in progress. So Work in progress. That'll be yeah. interesting to see what the final product yeah. will be. Yeah. But uh, sleep cycle, though, it involves three stages of effective sleepiness, starting with micro-sleep. Survivors now passively fall asleep. The killer does not target them with sleepiness, which I think is a really cool idea that they can actually, you know, fall asleep just generally now. And mm -hmm. in micro-sleep, the survivor periodically sees Freddy appear and disappear in the distance, like an apparition or a ghost. The beginning phase of sleep cycle was mentioned to be 60 seconds long. And the devs mentioned this power being helpful in chases due to the great mind game potential. As Freddy is a chasing survivor, he will continuously phase in and out of reality until he is very close. Only within a tight-knit range from a survivor's perspective will he lock into the real world and stop disappearing intermittently. So basically only when he's like right on top of you is when you're going to know exactly where he is. So the closer Freddy gets to you, the more like real he is, which makes sense, actually. And then in deeper stages of sleep, it suggests that Freddy becomes more real and solid, but this wasn't outright said. It was also mentioned that Freddy can directly attack any survivor at any stage, no more second, seven seconds of god mode for the survivors, which is awesome because, you know, that's one thing that you were mentioning, that like basically the current Freddy, you start the game, and pretty much the survivors have, you know, nothing to worry about for the first, like, apparently seven seconds of the game. Yeah. That was a thing. And another thing that was apparently said, um, the heartbeat and lullaby has swapped. In deep sleep, you will hear the iconic, creepy lullaby as Freddy stalks closer to his prey. And when you're awake, you would hear the heartbeat as you would with any other killer. So that's interesting. Um, is that something that you think is a cool change? Or do you like that change at all? Or I like it a lot. I think it's really good. It changes the dynamics. So it's like when you're put in a full dream state. Because I think the majority of the time, you're going to be micro-sleeping. I, uh, right now on the PTB, it seems when he hits you, when you're in microsleep, it automatically puts you in a dream state. I don't know if that's something they're going to hold on to or if it's a glitch right now. But uh, it's so cool uh, to have that when you're in the full dream state. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Yeah, I think it's really interesting that they did it that way. And 
I think it makes sense because when you're in the dream state, that's when you're probably going to hear his lullaby. So it makes yeah. sense to me. Non-directional too. So <laughs> it's exactly. Be really good. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just going to hear it, and not know where he's coming from. Like mm-hmm. that's what's cool is that basically, unless he's right on top of you, you're not going to know exactly where he is. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the dream abilities a little bit. There's dream snares. These are interactive objects the killer places in the ground. So think of it like a uh, trapper's trap, basically. But uh, the time is taken to set up the objects on the ground. No visual was revealed, but it was stated that only affects sleeping survivors. If they enter its radius, they are slowed down for a set amount of time. So basically, it's uh, like what the trapper puts down, but it has the effect of what the clown does, what you said, where it slows you down. And from what I uh, saw in videos, it seems like the consensus right now is that this is going to take virtually no time for Freddy to put down. So he can literally just like, you know, drop it anywhere with and kind of roll on by. So one it's second. not going to. Yeah. yeah, one second. So it's going to be very, very quick for him to put down. So it's not going to take him like as long as like the hag takes to put down a trap or the trapper takes to set up a trap. So it seems like it's going to be very quick for him. And we also talked about the dream palettes, which similar to the Doctor's Madness, but application seems to be different. It only affects fully asleep survivors. These fake pallets explode in blood when interacted with and are placed by hand by the killer. Awake survivors do not see the pallets. So that is really interesting. And I think these dream pallets are going to really uh, change up the game a lot. Yeah, it's going to be uh, definitely a great, uh, definitely different and a game changer, I think. So uh, it'll definitely keep survivors on their toes. And he's going to be great and fun to play with. And I can't wait to play him. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's going to be a, so much fun to play with, and I don't own him yet, but I I might have to get him just to, you know, test him out when this uh, change happens. Oh, yeah. I've had him prepared for this for some time. I prestiged him just to get his bloody hand. I've I've got the perks I want. Like, I've waited so long. <laughs> so long for this well, to happen. It's coming. He's one so. of my favorites. <laughs> one of my favorite killers. Uh, so I'm super excited to add another killer to my arsenal because I will be going full fledged uh, for killer ranks on the reset starting Saturday. So I'm super excited. Nice. Yeah. But we do have one other uh, ability too that you sort of mentioned the teleport, and basically this is Freddy no longer targets survivors with his tagging ability, but generators he can disappear and materialize beside the selected generator. From the survivor's perspective, he disappears. Blood starts spurting from the generator and Freddy slowly transpires from thin air beside the gen. This ability has a cooldown and is represented by a power bar similar to the Spirit and Legion. So that seems really interesting. And do you think it's going to work um, similar to how the Hag teleports, or do you think it's going to be a little bit different than that? Um, by what it looks like, um, he's from what I've seen, because I was looking at the dev stream when, I, uh, when they were showing a clip, a clip of it, Blood will spewge out of the generator, so you'll be able to know right off the bat that he now will slowly come from the ground and and submerge up. Um, I think that's a big thing, especially if he's randomly just going to check gens. It's almost like he'll have a fast, quick ability. Almost like Hillbilly, not like him, but in terms of being able to pinpoint the gen and teleporting there quickly, he'll be able to spot and check gens. so that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be super fun, man. Yeah, some of the combinations that you can actually put with this too are gonna be very interesting. Like, imagine if you mm-hmm. you know have that ability, and then you also use that perk that um, I believe the play came out with, where you can block some gents at the start of the game. Like, yeah, that, well, that's think, gonna be crazy. Um, I think Ghostface. Uh, I believe it's uh, Tremors, Trembling Tremors. 
um, where he picks up a survivor and it will lock. The entity will block generators for about 16 seconds. That will be something useful to use. I think that's going to be a great add-on to his arsenal. Um, yeah, and imagine if you did that one with the plagues one, where it blocks some gens at the start of the game. Yeah, along with ruin. along with yeah, along with hex ruin, and then <laughs> so you have this pain. generation teleport thing. Like so basically, it's going to be like the gen blocking Freddy. Like you, you yeah. could have a whole build just based on blocking gens with Freddy, and <laughs> that'd be a really be fun build to try. That's for sure. It'll be a defensive <laughs> mark. Yeah, he'll be no longer an end game build. That's what he currently is for me now, right? Because you need it. Remember me and like you know, uh, no one escapes death. But uh, that would definitely be uh, quite lethal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what I one kind of wonder too with what would the fourth perk of that be? Because I mean, you'd have like the two gen blocking perks. You'd have your um, other one we mentioned there, and then maybe you put like a Noad. Yeah, we have the ruin, the two gen blocking perks, and then like maybe you put the uh, Noad on there as well, and that'd be like. You know, a gen blocking friendly build that'd be kind of interesting to try. It'd be interesting. I'd probably go barbecue and chili. After that might work you know, too, yeah. you, when you hook them, you'll know you'll get a vicinity. You'll get to know where the vicinity is, where they're at. What true, they're true. Because then when you hook it, you know it's going to block the gen, and then when they unhook, you know where they are. So yeah, exactly. And you'll be able to teleport to the nearest gen to get to them. So um, a lot of pain. <laughs> yes, I love that'd it. That'd be that'd be a very defense build. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be something. But there are some other changes, too, and it's um, waking up and stuff like that. So survivors who are asleep no longer suffer from the reduced action speed penalty. Survivors who are asleep are now woken up by all field skill checks. Additionally, there is now an interactive object on the map called Dream Clocks. These objectives look like a desk covered with junk, such as piles on paper on top with an old-timey alarm clock standing as the main piece. Survivors are able to interact with these objects for a guaranteed way to wake up. and Basically, uh, this is sort of like um, the pigs, you know, jigsaw boxes. So it's like an object that you interact with in the game, and you wake up with this. And apparently what's cool about this is if you use this alarm clock to wake up, you're actually immune to um, being put in the dream state for, I believe, it's 30 seconds. Yes, so what it does is, yeah, it'll stop the clock uh for 30 seconds um you everyone will have their own random desk right so it's not going to be like the necessarily like uh the pig where you'll have to randomly try and find it you'll actually know where yours is and you'll only be subjected to one i'm not sure if you can only use it once um so i don't think they've implemented what exactly they're going to try it out ptd and we'll see so yes you can be able to go to this and boom Activate it, and it'll hold your your possible dream state for about 30 seconds. So, cool stuff. Yeah, do you think that's going to be um, fairly well balanced? Because I do um, wonder about that. Like, say you use that alarm clock, then you're basically 100% safe for 30 seconds, aren't you? Because, like, Freddy can't touch you for 30 seconds, right? Oh, he can still touch you in microsleep. Oh, that's true, too. So it basically be... Um, it's avoiding you from being in the full dream state, yeah. Because then, you know, then you've got to face the palace, you got to face snares, you know what I mean, and all that. So it'll, it'll definitely prolongs the length just for 30 seconds from you getting into full dream state. And you pretty much always be in micro-sleep, right? You're always in my... Yeah, you start off in micro-sleep. 
unless he does his add-on, which is pretty lethal. Um, this you can do is uh, he's got something called a black box where it permanently puts someone in the dream state. So the whole Jeez. game, they're going to be put in the dream state. Uh, Damn. If you have a, I forgot that uh, perk. Uh, one perk, I believe it is. It's a ghost face perk. I forgot what it's called. Darn it. Um, it's when you hook and whoever unhooks you. If so, if the obsession, uh, the uh, obsession is hooked, whoever unhooks you, they become the obsession. That will transfer over to them as the permanent dream state. <laughs> so it's going to be. Sucks. Yeah, that's going to be something else. Yes, I mean, um, it sounds like it's going to be a pretty deadly character, honestly. Yeah, he looks like uh, he's definitely going to be up there in the elites. I'm super excited for it. Um, I hope we get him within the next two weeks after this PTV, because usually it's about a week, and then they'll they'll do their quick fixes. Um, you know, it'd be it'd be really great, especially now that I'm. Uh, I'm going for that, uh, see how high I can go for tier on killer. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'd like to see how high I can get in that too. For me, it's not going to be that high, but. <laughs> I haven't done it. The highest I've ever gone, like a long time ago, was 11, but then go, didn't push any farther. Uh, I'm not the greatest. Obviously, I'm a survivor main, but I just, uh, I, it's time. I just want to, I want to play Yeah, and see, I play a lot more survivor too, and it's not because I don't like killer, it's just, I don't have a ton of time to play anyways, so when I do play, I'd rather play with a couple of friends, you know, just jump in there and, like, you know, work as a team, so. Yeah, it's so much fun, uh, being, like, you know, having a survive with friends, it's always a fun, just a fun experience to be all together, and, uh, especially with the community I have right now that we're, you know, they're into the game, they're really involved, and I'm helping them out, helping them win the game, so I can only imagine when it comes down to that how great they're going to be and then we'll, we'll be up there in the reds wishing that we were in the higher poorer rankings right because <laughs> that's where the pain comes True. in once you get into the red yeah yeah which that's going to affect some of my list too when we get to it um so we're, we're going to get there soon but with my list like i've always been um i think the highest i got as a survivor was like 10 so I've always been in like, you know, the back half more. So some of these like top tier killers that might be, you know, oh, this guy's, you know, like the best trapper in the world. Like I probably haven't seen that guy. So that's going to influence some of my rankings a little bit. So I, I want to make that known before we get there. But. Right, right, right. No, I get that. Yeah, I know. Well, you'll, you'll be able to tell, like, um, especially with people with are killers, like what killers you need to use when you're in the higher ranks, when you're in the top five or, you know, heading into the reds, the top three or four, um, you'll be like, okay, I can't use the race. You know right. What I mean, or, you know, unless you're just out of this world, been killer main from the beginning, then you could use any killer and destroy. So, yeah. Yeah, but exactly. There's definitely advantages. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only spoiler I'll give for my list is that, um, like, one of the top tier killers for a lot of people is, uh, the nurse, but, for me, she did not rank like super high on my list, and that mm. is because in, in the rankings that I usually play in, the nurses are never that good. And it, I understand that because like when you get to the top tier killers, they know how to play the nurse perfectly. But from 10 to 20, the nurses are never really that great. So I've never faced like a super deadly nurse. And because of that, I'm not really scared of the nurse when I play usually. Right. A lot of people are relieved when people are playing the nurse because it's about a 70-30 chance that they're going to suck. And right. it's because people are building, because it is the hardest killer to learn, especially on console. It's extremely difficult Definitely. to adjust to. But once you get the hang of her ability, um, wow. 
it's uh it's overwhelming yeah like um one of my friends uh from twitch that i know you know as well uh fall down go boom he plays dead by daily sometimes on stream and uh, he actually does pretty well as the nurse when he streams it. So, you know, I've seen him play it, and I can see how the nurse could be deadly if you know how to play it. Yeah, definitely on PC for sure. Like, there's no doubt that's Yeah, and he plays hit. on PC too, so. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely on PC. Uh, things are a lot smoother. When you're playing it on console, it's a way more difficult. Um, but uh, when you adjust to that, it's golden. I've seen some incredible nurses, but very few to tell. Yeah. But before we officially get into that, is there any other news besides uh, the Freddy rework that you want to mention? I know you had some stuff that you've possibly looked into. Some great things are coming up soon. They're still working on. So for those of you that always have to invite your teammates every game, uh, DVD is definitely working on that system where now you'll always be grouped in as a party. So you don't have to worry anymore about you always inviting. I think that was one thing that was just continuously tedious you know um yeah and basically when you say that that means like say uh say our crew that we play with last time you me zombie and tanis are in a crew right and we play a game when we finish the game we'd still be together that's what you mean right exactly we'll stay together uh and you know that was a long time coming I'm happy they're working on it. It's great. Yeah, also, it, it is annoying when you end a game like, okay, let's right. re-invite everyone again. Like, <laughs> It was always a thing. I'm happy, you know, for the Xbox factor, we can invite Party back, which is an easy one-click. Uh, me using a streamer, using a PC, it's not the case. I have to go individually and <laughs> can't invite Party on the, yeah, so, but, um, that's on the that's in the work September. It still looks like it's a go ahead. September, we're just a couple months away from dedicated servers. This is huge. Uh, we'll no longer nice. have to worry about playing someone in Australia or the UK if they're a killer and dying because you were in one corner, but really you were right in front of him in his right. eyes and he had hit you. So dedicated servers are right on the way. September, it still looks like they're getting a great pace. Um, Couple, uh, changes coming mid-tier. I think there's a couple good things coming. They haven't, uh, they're leaving some surprises for us there for the mid-chapter. So the rework's coming out, plus they're gonna add a couple of secrets. Um, I know that they're removing the Huntress's directional, uh, hum. So now you'll hear the hum, but you won't know where it's coming from. So that's uh, kind of like what they're gonna do for the Freddy rework, right? Roll exactly. Back. Exactly. Um, like what they did for also obviously the spirit buffs as well. She's already buffed, so that's gone. They got rid of that directional, which has now made her probably one of the best killers in the game too. Um, so yeah, big things coming. DVD's got it, man. They're uh, they're getting some good traction. And for anyone interested, in, um, what is the like what's the timetable for the next chapter? We're gonna get a new killer probably. What would you say uh, timetable on that? Well, every killer, it's always every three months after another killer. I think these sometimes they'll throw a curveball and we'll get one sometimes a month after or two months after, like uh, Ghostface. I think Play came out and then about a month and a half, two months later, uh, they launched Ghostface. I don't know if it was because of the leak or they were just gonna go surprise, uh, but roughly it's always every three months. Unless they get a licensed killer, we get stuff sooner. So, and in your opinion, uh, from what you know right now, do we still think it's going to be uh, Pinhead next? We speculated that it could possibly be a Pinhead coming. Everything's gone dark. I haven't heard anything since they leaked too. So we we had obviously the Ghostface was the big leak, and then obviously the Pinhead stuff. 
Um, as of right now, no one's no one can find any other other information, but I think Pinhead's definitely next in line. Yeah, that one would super excite me. Like, I, Ghostface is still exciting, but Pinhead would be like such a cool killer to see in the game. He'd be great. Uh, those of you who've never seen Hellraiser, get on it. I'm telling you, it's uh, it's a thrill ride, and uh, you'll really. It'll really build you up a hype for uh, Pinhead just because he's just horrifying. So super excited to have him in there as well. And of yeah. course, there's a lot of talks for Chucky. I don't think that's going to happen. I would away. love that. <laughs> uh, I think it would be great, though. I just I would like it. It's just going to be a different dynamic. Um, I could just see so many things they can do there with that. So, um, yeah, super excited for that. If it goes down. <laughs> It'd be really nice. But yeah, I, I think Chucky will be really cool as a killer, and we've speculated on him for podcast after podcast, so we don't have to get into it again, but um, he'd be really cool. I think Pinhead would be cool, and it's funny you say that about uh, watching Hellraiser, because I technically haven't seen Hellraiser before, but I just know my like horror you know franchises, and I know my horror killers, so I know who Pinhead is because I um, am well in tune with like the horror franchises of the world, but... I have actually never seen Hellraiser personally, so. Oh, really? That's a that'll be a, definitely a movie to take a look at. I think it'll build the hype for you even more. Uh, you'll definitely see. You'll get a, a pretty much an idea of what his powers might be. Yeah, I know some of the lore of him, like a little bit with like Pandora's box kind of thing, and like I know some of the lore with him a little bit, but I just have never seen the movie, so I don't have the full appreciation for him. But I'm definitely excited for him. Though. Yeah, yeah, he's I'm. I love licensed killers. They're just great because we grew up watching them. You know what I mean? It just gives you that whole mystique. You know, like Michael Myers, still like just the way they made him. I always marvel how they made him because I think he's the best made licensed killer. Um, where they got him down to the T. You know, just every time he's there and he stands there and you see him stalking you, you just think of the movie. You know what I mean? So, right. Great job. Now that I think about it, actually, um, if Pinhead did come into the game, he would be the first licensed killer that I haven't officially seen the movie for. So I've seen all the other ones. I've seen their movies. So. Oh, okay. That'll be interesting. Well, hopefully you see it before then, but yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Which another one that was, um, uh, po- we should talk about in the podcast before too, but I have seen, uh, some of the Jeepers Creepers films too, and I, I would have loved to see them, but you know, we'll, we'll see if it ever happens or not at this point, but yeah, I highly doubt it will now. Cause obviously, uh, that director, um, with some of that, those issues, but uh, that would have yeah. been really cool. I just really don't understand how you know some guy having issues has to deal with like a character in a game. I mean, to me, like that's totally separate things. But okay. it it is. I think people are more like they don't want to support him because he would get money out of it, and you know, being a convicted pedophile is kind of a a big deal. So he's, you know, I think people, a lot of people, talking with a lot of people, uh, more, like there's more people offended by it than not. So if there's an outcry to not have him on there, which sucks because the character, just the character idea, how cool and badass he was in the first film, it would have been right. cool to have him there, but I get it. Yeah, and I get people obviously being upset for, you know, what this guy did and everything, but I mean... What he, that guy did has absolutely nothing to do with the character itself, is my point. Like, my point is the character itself should be separate from that. Like, we should have 
you know, the ability to appreciate the character by itself. Yeah, unfortunately, we live in a society now that it's not based on facts, it's feel. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to those who feel out there and listen to this, sorry, you know, I, I'm a truth, I'm about facts and truth, but some people... Yeah, same here, so... Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, maybe one day he'll lose the rights to that, and then, you know, then it'll be everything we get then, so... Hopefully he sells it. Yeah. Yeah, because he Maybe would, he'll sell the rights, he, and then we can, you know... Yeah, that, that character would be. I knew, I know there were talks of them working on it, and you know they even foreshadowed a photo uh, about a year and a half ago. It showed Michael Myers, Leatherface, before he was launched in DVD, and the and the Creeper. So it was like, oh, they're foreshadowing what's going on here, because then shortly after Leatherface came, and then it looked like Jeepers Creepers was on the way, but. That's going to be held back quite a bit. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens, though. But, um, you know, that's the news we have so far. So I think it's time we get into our killer rankings. What do you think? I'm up. I'm up. For, I'm, I'm very curious to hear yours. I, I just <laughs> already xing off the nurse. And I understand because you're going based on experience and overall fear factor. So I'm very interested to know how yeah. I'm going to rank here in rate. Cause and which be I crazy. told you before we started how I did mine. But you don't know my rankings. But... I did mine completely different because basically a lot of the rankings I've seen, and I'm sure yours are going to be sort of in line with this. They're, you know, what killer is the best? This killer's power is the best. You know, this killer is the most deadly. And, you know, I appreciate that, but I don't feel I have the experience that you and other people have to properly make that type of ranking. So I felt I should do mine a little bit different. And because of that, I did my rankings based on when I play Survivor, because I play Survivor a lot more, what killer scares me most to see? You know, what killer do I find? Like, when I get into a game and I see, you know, oh, shit, it's this killer. Like, damn, this is going to be a hard game. Like, that's kind of what I base mine on because for me, at you know, when I play Survivor more, that's kind of what I uh, kind of appreciate and rank my killers on based on that. Because, you know, if I see a Freddy in a game, which I'll spoil that he has last for me as well. You know, when I see a Freddy in a game, I'm like, oh shit, this is gonna be a pretty easy game. Damn, that's nice. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, <laughs> so that's kind of what I base my rankings on. You know, what killer scares me the most, and which one um, I think is you know hardest to play against. And I think there's something to be said about that. You know, um, that kind of correlates to the power too, because I think. Some of the killers, like, it's not going to be a one-for-one one for every killer, but I think you're going to see um, so a lot of killers that do have, you know, the best powers and stuff like that. They do some uh, kind of rank higher on my list based on that just because, you know, uh, they are scary to play against. So I think it will serve as a decent killer rankings. It's just not going to be, you know, um, super experienced killer rankings. Right, right. Well, have at it. I can't wait to hear <laughs> and how how did you rank yours so people know before we start? I I ranked it based on overall just the base powers that they have without add-ons or perks or whatnot, based on what they are as they came and and uh, the magnitude of strength that they have. So that that's it, base just the base strength. So those of you that you know, again, this is just my opinion based on it. I remember I am a survivor main. But based on what I've seen and what I've used, because I did, I have played my fair share of killers. Um, it's just an opinion. You could probably, some of you that have played this game could be like, no, I don't, I disagree. This is my opinion. Uh, 
of just the base power and what I think uh, is definitely strongest to weakest. And that's fair. And I already know, you know, based on how I did my list, I mean, my list pretty much almost everyone's probably going to disagree with because they're going to be like, what, you have that killer rank there? Like, uh, I, I feel you. I mean, you're probably going to disagree with my list at every single turn except for, you know, Freddy being last. That's probably the only thing people are going to agree with on my list. But this is just what I <laughs> this is what I feel. And, you know, based on my experience as a survivor, and remember, when I say my experience as a survivor, I've always been ranked 10 to 20 as a survivor. So I haven't seen these killers at their top, top ranks. So... That colors my opinion, too, because I understand that if I was at, you know, rank one all the time, the nurse would be a lot higher on my list because I'd be facing, you know, nurses that were a lot more experienced. But I haven't seen a, you know, super awesome nurse when I played. So that colors my rankings as well. So I want to make that clear. But um, we can kind of get into it. We already both said that, you know, number 16 is the nightmare for us. And, you know, uh, the current version of Freddy before the rework, He's really not that deadly, and when I face him in a game, when I see it's Freddy, I'm like, oh, yes, this is going to be a pretty easy game. And it, honestly, um, it's very rare that I've had a game with a Freddy that, honestly, anyone on the team dies. Most of the games, and again, this is from 10 to 20 ranks, so most of the games that I face a Freddy, my whole team escapes. And if anyone dies, it's only like one person dies. So usually um, when I face a Freddy as a killer, three of the team escapes at minimum. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it tends to be the deal. And usually if somebody dies, it's only because, like, the Freddy face camp or something like that, yeah, so... <laughs> the little face camp, or they have a, a good build with him. Sometimes right, exactly. It, it can counter, or it's a really good killer, you know. So anything you want to say for Freddy uh, being 16 on yours? Uh, yeah, we... for, for me, I put... Yeah, so I have Freddy on 16. I think the biggest problem, obviously, is the dream state for him. Uh, putting you in the dream state and that seven-second pull... Um, just, just becomes a nightmare for the killer near the end. You know what I mean? Unless you, you do a build where you're preparing for it as, um, you know, you got remember me, you use one of his perks that you've hit the obsession amount of time. So the exit gates can take longer. Um, you definitely need no ad for him. If you even get them in the dream state when you're chasing them, I think that was always the biggest factor is that dream state pull, uh, was just a nightmare to, to be in and have trouble. Now, I never really had a problem with, with that. I, I did pretty well with him. But to know now what's going to happen compared to what's going <laughs> what's going to happen with his changes and that compared to now, he's going to be obviously higher in this list. But right now, he falls into the last slot. Yeah. Which makes sense. And before we go to 15, I do want to ask you quickly, um, when the rework does happen... Is your number 15 automatically going to be dead last, or will it um, affect your list in other ways? Or will your 15 automatically be dead last at that point? For in terms of Freddy, you're saying? Yeah, when the Freddy rework happens, will your number 15 killer automatically be dead last in your list? Yeah, yeah, he will be, okay. yes. Yeah, he definitely will be. All right, so um, we'll go to 15 next. Um, I'll say mine. For me, uh, this next killer is a killer that... When I find out this killer is in my game, I'm honestly not even slightly scared. It's like, okay, this is going to be a fairly easy game. You know, I just have to avoid a couple of different things. And that's the trapper for me. So um, I'm not scared of the trapper at all, really. I mean, basically, when I see a trapper in a game, all I really have to worry about is, okay, you know, watch the windows. They might put some traps by the windows. 
Um, you know, watch by the gens a little bit, but basically I just have to watch out for a couple little things and, you know, it's pretty much just a normal game for me. So for me, I'm not really scared by the trapper. I mean, I know there's some great trappers out there. Um, I'll give a shout out to, there's a Twitch streamer called the Entity Left Hand. He is a absolutely deadly, uh, precision trapper. He's the best trapper I've ever seen and he's probably, you know, one of the best trappers in the world. He plays the trapper so deadly that pretty much anyone's going to die against him. But I haven't seen a player like him in my games, so I, I don't want to, you know, just go by, like, this is the one one amazing trapper that I've seen. In the games that I've played from 10 to 20 rank, most of the trappers are fairly basic, and you can just kind of run around them pretty easily. Oh, okay. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I'm so... so that, okay, you went trapper to second last. Uh, okay, I get it, I get it. And you haven't, yeah. See, with the trapper, he usually he he can be a decent starter. Even though I don't recommend him, I'd probably recommend for a starter killer if you're starting a game is who's actually in the 15th spot for me, and the 15th spot would be the wraith. Um, I think uh, if you're gonna get started into the game as a killer, I think the wraith is a great killer to start with. You start with a cloak ability. You know, and you're able to uncloak when you get near, obviously, a survivor and you can take care of business. I think the, even with the little buffs they've given the Wraith, um, he just falls so short, uh, to just magnet for power. Like, he's just weak. I think if they added as a natural ability Windstorm, which is an add on you can get, so when you uncloak, you have a boost and you can hit. The survivor, like, pretty much have a great advantage to. I think he would have been, uh. Kind of like the pig's charge? Yes. If, you know, he has an add on for it, so it's called Windstorm, but the problem is, is that, why didn't they just add it (laughs) as a natural ability for him? Um, it could have Are there any add ons for him that, like, actually reduce the time that it takes to, uh, ring the bell and uncloak? Yeah, even to the point you can't hear the bell. So, oh, interesting. Those are good That's things. That's cool. Add on that, actually. Yeah, because yeah. hearing the bell is definitely like a big drawback, and not hearing the bell would actually be a really cool add on. I didn't know that add on was available. It, yeah, it's a really good add on. Again, good for starters, uh, that people that are starting the game. I just think for base strength, starting them with, you know, what he has, he is definitely falling to 15th. We'll be dead last soon. <laughs> Come to rework it. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I definitely see your points, you know, based on how you did your list, and. You know, we'll see the Wraith later on my list, but um, I'll, I'll say my thoughts more on the Wraith when we get to uh, later in my list. So, All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil too much yet. So, No worries, don't. <laughs> but number 14 for me, uh, this one's probably going to surprise you a little bit too, but this killer, um, I honestly think in comparison to another killer that's in the game, um, this killer really holds almost no weight for me, especially if it's a survivor facing them. For me, they're not scary at all. When I see this killer, I'm like, oh yes, it's this killer. That's awesome. I'm going to have a great game right now. And that is the cannibal. And honestly, facing the cannibal, I have absolutely zero fear. Like it, it, When I see the cannibal, basically I'm like, wait, is that hillbilly or is that cannibal? Oh, it's cannibal. Okay, good. This is a great game. So, and that should kind of, that gives you a little bit of spoiler. And, you know, I think Hillbilly is very different than Cannibal. Cannibal, I think, is very underpowered for um, a survivor to face. And as a survivor, I don't really have that much worry because 
unless you're like, you know, trying to do like 360 turnarounds, that's pretty much the only way that the cannibal is kind of deadly to me. Um, they have some great perks like barbecue and chili, but you know, this isn't a ranking based on the perks. It's based on the killer itself and the killer itself. Uh, I think there's a lot more killers that, um, I'm afraid of than the cannibal. For me, the cannibal doesn't really hold much stock for me and I always seem to have an easy game against them. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. And you're going based on fear factor too. So I get that for, right. for the cannibal. I think a lot of people would be, when you don't see him, uh, he's definitely, <laughs> when you have him in your games and he gets you in the basement, it's over. Everyone dies. Um, I think he's one of the probably the best defensive guys. True, yeah. Game, basement but, killer, he's yeah. definitely the best. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if he doesn't get you in the basement, though, like that's pretty much the scariest thing about him, probably, is getting the basement. Yeah, it's a big move. Okay, that was interesting. Okay, you got him on 14. 14, I went different here. I went, actually, the Doctor. So interesting. 14 on the Doctor. Again, another good killer to use in the beginning. I think um, he lacks in so many things. Really what he has going for you is, obviously, if you utilize it, his shock treatment, his, his, his madness, if, uh, it helps a lot of people for beginners, again, to be able to know where, where survivors are. But after that, if not utilizing that, um, he really doesn't bring much to the table. Um, he would be just like any average. He's slow. Uh, he can get his terror radius for days. Um, that's something that, um, that's something I feel that lacks a lot, so yeah, definitely a no-no for me. So he's hitting the 14th. Which, um, I don't know if you've seen this too, but uh, it's very rare that I see this, but I've actually seen like some ranked 20 doctors really not understand it, and they never even use the shock treatment once. I'm like, seriously? You're not even going to use it once? Like, seriously? If he, yeah, if you're not using <laughs> that with the doctor, it's over. Yeah, he, he's probably even worse than Freddy if you're not using that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, like, uh... I mean, if, if, you, if you're not going to use that, then, like, Freddy's even better than him. That's his main strength. That's what you yeah, need. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, and, you know, <laughs> if you're not going to use that, that's where I say, uh, yeah, you've pretty much, it's it's over. The game's done. Like, you, the Doctor's useless at that point. Because he is probably one of the most annoying uh, killers to be against, obviously, when the, someone's utilizing him. But annoying is just the case. Deadliest, not so much. Just... He definitely uh, keeps that game going for a little bit longer than it should. Yeah, and I won't spoil where he is on my list yet, but that is why um, he is higher than 14 for me, because, like, that annoying factor, to me, that um, kind of applies to fear a little bit, too, where, you know, when you find out you're facing the doctor, you know you're not going to be able to hide. And to me, that is a little bit scary, where you're like, okay, I can't hide this game. Like, I have to play my entire game differently. So, to me, that has some factor for me. Yeah, yeah, I get that. No problems. Interesting. I'm interested to see what's your next one, though. Because <laughs> you've already well, been, you already got me going like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. you're going to be surprised all the way down, I think. So, <laughs> but, um, real quick, though, I do want to ask you, um, it's interesting to me that you have the doctor and you have, um, the wraith down there because they both have a similar ability where you have to like you know cloak uncloak or you have to go into shock treatment or you know the regular variation is yeah. that kind of a common uh, thing for you where you don't like where you have to switch between them for killers uh it, it just puts you at a disadvantage especially with uh, more advanced survivors because that gives you time 
right? And the, the only other one that does fun. that that you haven't said yet is the pig. You know, that's the only other one that has like a squish mechanic like that. Right, 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 right. No, I think it's all about time. Um, and I think when you get to the higher levels, I think it, he definitely does hurt you unless you can utilize him well with add-ons and whatnot. And so yeah, because I have seen a lot of uh, ranking lists that, you know, random people have made, and a lot of people do rank him around, like, 7 or 8, it seems like. So that, that is fairly low. I'm kind of surprised by that. For the doc? Well, remember, yeah. keep in mind, um, base. So what you have without add-ons, without, you know, anything. True. Without his person. It's, we're looking at the base strength of what he is, and he definitely falls short. Yeah. All right, we'll move on to 13 then. Um, number 13, this one is probably going to surprise you again, and you might be uh, upset with me, actually, because we're going with your favorite killer, the clown. So. Oh, okay. So for me, um, the clown, unless you're facing a clown that really knows what they're doing, kind of like yourself, um, the clown isn't that scary to face because the clown basically has, you know, those little, uh, I don't know what you call them, essentially elixirs or bombs that he throws out mm-hmm. to slow you down. Mm-hmm. And unless you really know how to use that to your advantage, the clown's not that scary for me to face. And basically, you can just, you know, kind of run around a clown pretty easily because that's all the clown really has going for it is using that to their advantage. And if a clown knows how to use that to their advantage and slow you down, then it can be pretty effective, as I've seen you do on your streams, for example. But um, from, you know, the killers I face, you know, rank 10 to 20, the clowns that I come up against... Uh, the killers at that kind of rank, you know, uh, 10 and below, they don't really know how to use that that effectively. So for me, when I face a clown, it's like, oh, this, this isn't that bad of a game. I mean, you know, maybe they'll hit me with a couple bombs and slow me down a little bit, but they're not going to be that hard for me to face. That's kind of my opinion on it. Right, 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 for the clown. No, I get that. Uh, people can can see that as, I think, again, in that rank, you won't see how well they're going to be utilized. They're great right. anti-loop. But um, interesting that he's low in that category for you. Interesting, interesting. Which is, which, with the irony of this is, so what are we at, 13 now, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the irony of it, your favorite killer is on the list for me at 13. So it kind of evens up. <laughs> it's the irony of it. Uh, yeah, so the pig will fall <laughs> short for me, I think, um, overall base. Um She's a good defensive killer. Uh, not to put her that she's not bad, actually. I think she's a really good killer. I enjoy using her. Um, I just think for base, she does lack in a lot as well. Um, you know, I think... Well, especially if you get into some of her add-ons, you can really make a really good pick. Yes, but again, you know, with the add-ons and getting certain perk sets, you can definitely get her stronger and moved up into that list. But if you're looking at overall base, uh, she doesn't really have much... That, that will have, you know, have you quaking and, and fear. Um, I think, uh, she falls short of that, but still, not to take away, she's not a bad killer, um, at all. She's actually really good to use, but, uh, she definitely falls short in my list. So should, for that, she's in 13. Fair enough. And it's interesting to me that, you know, all three of those killers that have that switch mechanic appear for you right lower in your lower list. So was that something you, uh, thought about at all when you made your list or? Yeah, well, I looked at it, yeah, and I, I really thought about base, and I said, if you're looking at the base structure here, if you're just putting them as as a whole, um, you know, when it comes to anything else, like she really these 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 killers that are that are ranked there, yeah, they're they fall short once you get up into those higher ranks. Um, even though there are a lot of people that use the pig, and she's great to use, um, they're just 
way better killers that you can utilize. And have you uh, a high ranks for as a survivor? Have you come up against some really good pigs at all? Or? I have. Uh, just uh, well, I can't. I've come up with decent ones. I can't. I was gonna say I have, but I look. I realized I was stream snipe with both of them. So <laughs> I can't really, I can't really say I have. Uh, I was about to say I had. Yeah, I remember getting sloshed, but then again, I think back; those were two people that stream snipe me. Fair um, enough. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, there there are definitely good pigs out there. I know that for sure. Yeah, because I mean, um, the three that have the switch mechanic with their base power, the only uh, killer you rank. Uh, them ahead of is the nightmare so it's really interesting to me that it seems like you really devalue that in a killer where you have to switch between one um mode and another mode yeah i think it just it costs you it's a little bit slower well can you imagine uh, if you didn't if you don't have our add-ons that she uses or with any of them to help them be buffed base structure yeah she just falls short again she's a good killer there's just right other killers that are way better that you can utilize at their base strengths all right, fair enough. So for me, um, my number 12 is a killer that, uh, in all fairness, I haven't faced this killer a ton. So um, this could change like in the future if I face this killer a lot more. But the times that I have faced this killer, I really haven't been that worried about it. Um, they don't seem to know how to operate the killer effectively. And this killer seems like sort of like a... Um, which I hear me out like a, uh, this killer probably at high ranks is probably good, but this killer at the ranks that I usually play at, it seems like kind of a poor man's version of the nurse. And that is the spirit. So, okay. Uh, okay. So for me, the spirit, um, I don't really, you know, quake in fear at all. When I see it's a spirit, I'm like, okay, you know, this game, it, it's not going to be super easy, but this game isn't going to be, you know, that one I have to worry about that much because, you know, the spirit, it, Really, it just seems like sort of like a normal DVD game to me. It's not like, you know, okay, I really have to watch out for this, or I have to do this differently. To me, when I see it as a spirit, I don't change my game at all. Like, my game just stays the same as I usually play. It's okay. Let's just have a normal game. Let's, you know, um, grab a drink, and let's just enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> she is a hard killer to learn uh, but when you get to use her mind trick and understand how it's used definitely she's a threat but I get it I get it she's my kryptonite and I was always trying to understand how in the beginning she wasn't but uh, I didn't realize she had three buffs when I started playing it again um, that really made her strong but no okay I get that I'll give it to you alright that's your <laughs> that falls on the 12th slot Yep. Um, here, moving on up, I think these are so from pig up. Uh, these are good killers. They're just this is where they're ranked for me. Uh, for the twelfth spot, I give it to Trapper. Um, you know, okay. I think Trapper is also another good kind of character to use in the beginning. Um, <clears throat> if you're a strategic uh, person, right? If you like to put strategy in play, the way you utilize the traps, if you put them, you know, obviously not in plain sight. Put them in bushes, uh, grass, whatever it may be. Uh, killer is definitely up in the top rank like that. Um, you would definitely want to look at a trapper. Very strategic. He's very just balanced, solid. Uh, nothing bad to say about him. Uh, I put him at 12. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that about, like, you know, in bushes and stuff like that. Because 
that um amazing trapper I talked about, that uh Twitch streamer NC left hand, like when he does it, like his traps are always placed perfectly and instead of like, you know, what a lot of rookie trappers would do and just like, oh let me place this trap right next to the generator. Oh, oh let me place this, you know, right next to uh like the exit, you know, handle. Like instead of that, what he actually does is he uses his traps to actually block off like walkways and like he puts them in really strategic areas like okay i know people are gonna have to run through here to get to this gen so instead of putting it right at the gen he actually puts it a little bit farther back and people aren't gonna expect it to be that far back they walk on there oh shit i got trapped yeah always the case it's very good being strategic with it that's what he is he's a strategic killer and he's great at doing what he does so yeah that falls on 12 for me all right, fair enough. Um, I'm going to actually do 11 and 10 at the same time for me. And um, the reason why is because these are killers that, like the spirit, um, I've either not faced or faced once. So um, for me, I faced one of these killers one time ever, and I've faced one of these killers zero times. So for me, 11 is the play and 10 is ghost face. So for me, I kind of had to put them a little bit lower just because I haven't had the experience against them yet to know really how deadly they're going to be. I will say that I know, um, based on what I've seen and stuff, Ghostface would rank a lot higher for me once I get some experience facing Ghostface. Just until I actually face Ghostface, I can't say how that's going to feel for me with the scare factor, with, you know, worrying. I can't say how that's going to feel until it actually happens. So for me, 11 is Plague. I have faced the Plague once. Um, it didn't really seem that bad to me, you know, um, it, but it was the first time I ever faced it. So it could just be, you know, that one killer was bad. And Ghostface, I haven't faced it yet, but I do know that once I actually do face Ghostface, it's probably going to rank closer to like, um, I'd say four to seven for me in terms of like fear factor. But I just haven't faced a Ghostface yet. So I can't put it that high until I actually get the experience against it. Oh, okay, okay. No, I get that. Um, well said. And I gotta say, I, uh, I totally miss, I got an accidental delete here. Cause I was like, wait a minute, where's Plague? I left Plague down there too. So we're looking at, <laughs> so okay. I, just an honorary <laughs> fail mention that the, so the 14th spot would have been the, the Plague. So I'll throw Plague okay. down there. Um, <laughs> just not enough. Uh, to all right. So my pig there. actually beat a different killer then. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay. uh, that, but moving on to, uh, the next is Leatherface. So Leatherface, uh, for me, would be gets a, a, technically one yeah, them. That would be, we'll say 11. Yeah, we'll say it. Well, no, that would have been 12. So 12. So he's 12. So Leatherface would be 12. Uh, looking at Leatherface, um, one of the best defensive killers in the game. The ability to, as a base killer, to have an insta down should automatically cement you up there. Um, now, although it's not the easiest tool to use with his chainsaw, his ability, if you, if mastered or, you know, done well with, he can do multiple downs. So that eliminates perks for survivors like Borrowed Time, because he hits you multiple times at once. Um, I think he's definitely one of the most deadliest killers in the game. Obviously, to have the ability to instant down someone, that 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 says a lot. So uh, I have him on 12 on the list. Now I'll move up to 11 to catch up to you. 
Yeah, I just said uh, ten, so um, okay, okay, I have so, nine left to go okay. after that. So okay, so okay, nine left. Hold on, let me see what I got here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I'll have eight left after this one. Okay, so so it puts me on there with you. All right. Uh, the Hag. I think the Hag. Although with her buffs, a lot of people are gonna say, hey, you know, uh, you know, they put her up with her new buffs since. Since the new buffs, they're saying, oh, she's probably the third, second, or third best killer. I don't, I don't agree. Um, I think she, although a lot, a lot of buffs have happened with her speeding up, obviously uh, getting her a little bit speedy, speeding up the trap placement. I don't put her up there, but I say she is a great defensive. She's probably put down there as another annoying killer because, you know, with the right hag, <laughs> someone using the right hag, you put, pl you put traps everywhere. Uh, it's gonna be an absolute nightmare. But if she puts traps and, like, for instance, if you're getting hooked and puts traps all around, all you gotta do is run around it and obviously you've eliminated her main strength. So that's why I put her on that list. Alright, fair enough. I, I could see that. Um, Hag is definitely, uh, higher for me because I mean, I haven't mentioned her yet, but. Um, I will say, going back to the cannibal for a second too, one of the things I forgot to mention when I talked about him as well, one of the reasons I also uh, don't fear the cannibal even slightly is because I always I always forget the name of this perk too, but I always run with the perk that if I'm slugged on the ground, I can actually get myself up uh, once per game. So, And it seems like a lot of cannibals just slug you on the ground. They leave you on the ground to die. Mm -hmm. And if the cannibal does that to me, I'm like, ha-ha, loser. Like, I just get myself up. And I remember, like, I'll always remember it very vividly. Um, I think it was a cannibal I was facing too. And one game, uh, they left me slugged on the ground. They just, you know, the exit doors were open. They were going after somebody else, and I got myself up. I ran out the exit door. They were probably so pissed because, like, they had no idea I was going to get myself up. Oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's one of the reasons I also um, don't fear the cannibal at all. And I don't know if you can uh, refresh me on what that purse actually called that I'm talking about, but uh, Unbroken, I think it is, or something. Knockdown? Where they couldn't find you? No, it's the perks that it's the no, it's the perk that I'm actually on the ground. I can get myself up from the dying state. Oh, unbreakable, unbreakable. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I love running that perk, and it's a great to perk. me, it's just like a safety perk for me as a you know fairly newer survivor because for me, it's kind of a safety thing where if somebody leaves me on the ground, I have that guarantee that I can at least get up once per game. But moving on, um, number nine for me is the actually the killer that I spoiled a little bit earlier. And nine for me is going to be the nurse. And for me, that is because, um, like I was kind of saying earlier, this has to rank lower for me because 10 to 20, I've never once come up against a decent nurse. So um, honestly, this based on how I did my rankings, technically, I should probably rank this lower than what I have. But... I have enough respect for how good the nurse will be at higher ranks that I did have to put up there a little bit more. But um, based on how I did my list, technically, I should rank this even lower than nine. But um, it's only nine out of respect. Um, honestly, once I face Ghostface, Ghostface is automatically going to be higher than her. If I face more of the plague, I'll probably rank the plague higher than her as well. So she would probably drop to 11 pretty much automatically when I face right. those killers a little bit more. But... 10 to 20, I've never faced one, not even a single one that's a decent nurse. So it's always a very easy game for me, nothing to worry about, and it's only number nine out of respect for me. 
Right. Alright. I get that. So nine for me was Hag. We already talked about Hag. Uh, eight. So I'm moving to eight. I got ahead of you there after I had to yeah, uh, plug back in there. <laughs> uh, Legion. I think Legion, uh, you know, although as a killer I was never interested in, I'm looking at now that ability of Frenzy where you have, I think, the annoyance level taken to a new high level. I can't remember the amount of times I've, I've been in games with a Legion that have people DCing rage quitting. I think since I've been back playing, I think the Legion's been the top yeah. of rage quitting. Um, his ability to be able to have this frenzy where he can obviously leap over pallets, uh, and hit you. And the more he hits you, he'll be able to see that where the next survivors are. So he has that ticker to get to that next survivor and consistently doing that, um, wears and slows the game down because you're going to have to mend yourself or you'll be in a dying state. Uh, really can, just bring a puddle of trouble, um, especially if people DC. So I put uh, I put Legion on that spot there. He takes the eighth spot on the list. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I could definitely see that, and I could see whether Legion's you know not higher. I think there's a few people I've seen that think the Legion's like a, a top five killer for them. I don't really see top five for me personally, but um, you know, that based on like they based on power kind of thing, like based on you and. They apparently rank in top five, but personally, mm-hmm. I don't see that. But I mean, you know, teach their own. But um, eight for me is a killer that we've already talked about before, and that is going to be the doctor. So for me, the doctor, it's not so much, um, oh shit, it's the doctor. I'm super scared of the doctor. For me, it's the fact that I talked about a little bit earlier, where when I know it's a doctor, I have to change my game up a lot more because I know I can't really hide. So I'd like to, um, you know, stay hidden more and. A great game for me is going to be a game where I never interact with the killer. And I've had some games like that where I just, you know, pop from gen to gen. I just do a bunch of gens, escape, and I barely ever see the killer. So for me, the way I like to play, that is a perfect game for me where I almost never see the killer. Some people like to run the killer around and, you know, distract them a little bit more. They mm-hmm. like to, you know, um, you know, help their teammates that way or... They like to, you know, uh, play with the killer at the hook, you know, like different things like that. I'm not that style as much. For me, I like to stay hidden more. And because of that, that's why the doctor is uh, number eight, the middle of the road for me, where it's not so much the annoyance factor. It's the fact that, ah, damn, I have to change my play style. I can't hide as much. What am I going to do here? Because I'm going to have to wake myself up. You know, I'm going to have to, you know, get out of that, like, uh, mind state or whatever he puts you in. And for me, that's really what it's all about is the doctor's not exactly scary to face. He's not exactly, you know, super uh, deadly. It's just I have to change what I'm used to. And that's kind of why he's no rate for me. Okay. Okay, I get that. All right. So we'll go on to seven. So seven for me will be the Huntress. Um, very all balanced right. killer. Um, the, the ability to be able to, if you can't, now she can be a bit difficult to learn in terms of throwing hatchets. Um, obviously no crosshair. You gotta like, you know, kind of just learn by, as you play and get in feel, um, can be one of the most lethal. Now she does have the highest terror radius because she goes about 45 meters in terms of her hum. But when that, uh, that directional is eliminated, I think she might even go higher on the list. But as of right now, she's left here. This the ability to hit you close range if you can't to massively hit you with hatchets long range. Um, 
leaves a world of hurt. Even though there's a lot of openings of weakness for her in terms of knowing where she's at, um, I, I definitely put her up there as one of the the deadliest. So she's seven for me. Fair enough. I'll be talking about the Huntress more um, afterwards, but you know, because I haven't said the Huntress yet. But um, so I'll just move on to my number seven, I guess. And number seven for me is one that you just talked about. We almost ranked them in the exact same spot as Legion, so we almost ranked them exactly the same. Um, <laughs> for me, the Legion is um, a little bit scarier to face than some other killers, and I think it's kind of that speed and the fact that the Legion can jump over pallets to me. So basically the Legion, you know, almost acts as a survivor when they're chasing you in some ways. And to me, it uh, is a little bit scarier to face in that sense, because when I know I'm facing a Legion, it's like, ah, damn, you know, I can't really use the palace to kind of, you know, hide behind. I can't like defend myself that way. They can just jump over it. And the fact that they can frenzy you, you know, they just, um, they keep stabbing you all the time. And like, it, it has that like little bit of a mind effect on you. Like, oh, damn, they stabbed me. Now I have to go find somewhere to hide and, you know, mend real quick. So it has that effect on you where they're always hunting you. And I think that's an interesting um, mind play as well. So the Legion does have a little bit more of that fear factor for me. Interesting. Yeah, he's he's definitely, uh, he stands out. Be at right. whatever level, be it high or low, um, he stands out as, you know, again, like I said, like the amount of rage quits from this guy's playing. I'm like, wow. So... And I have noticed, before you um, move on, I have noticed mm. a couple of killers that neither one of us said yet, so that bodes well for us. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. Let's see. We'll see how There's it goes. Few, yeah. <laughs> I'm already narrowing down what I think you got, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> the uh, So we're moving to the sixth spot. The sixth spot's going to be definitely my favorite killer. I'm going to give uh, the sixth spot to the clown. Not because he's my favorite killer, but if you overlook at his base, um, the ability to stop looping with the gas agent, the it slows down the survivor's speed by 15%. Uh, he has a decent amount of speed coming at you ruthlessly. Um, definitely a big advantage when you're, you know, taking on experienced kill, uh, survivors that are just running away looping. He definitely slows down the game, and you don't need to necessarily be very proficient in terms of the tosses you know you throw it where you have to throw it it goes there it changes the direction and uh, you end up gaining speed and traction uh, i definitely give the clown the sixth spot fair enough yeah i mean for me the clown isn't that scary but uh, you would play a lot higher ranks than i do so mm -hmm. I, I definitely understand that mm -hmm. um it's actually really funny and really ironic um because you know number 13 you know, I ranked Clown, and um, you had your pig there. You know, our favorites are respectively. And we actually did the opposite here. Number six for me is actually my favorite, the pig. So, <laughs> so that's really ironic that we did it that way. The irony. Okay, that's good. <laughs> but um, number six for me being the pig, um, it's kind of scary for me in some respects. Like, it's not scary in the same sense as some of these other killers that are high on my list. But it's scary in the sense that... As someone that loves the pig and when I play killer, I play as the pig. I know how deadly the pig can be and I know what the pig is capable of. And for that respect, that kind of puts the pig a little bit higher for me because I know exactly what the pig is capable of doing. So I know if I'm facing a good pig, you know, how they can kind of run me around, how they can um, delay the game more. And 
the pig is scary for me in the sense that um, there's been a couple of times I've faced pigs, and I actually, even though I know what the pig does and stuff, I actually mistook them as a survivor, and I got hit for it because, you know, if the pig is crouching and, like, they're crouching near a gen, sometimes you can mistake them as a survivor if you're not, you know, paying attention enough. And there's been a couple of times I've been caught off guard where I wasn't paying attention, and, you know, the pig can be mistaken as a survivor. You know, they can seem like they're, you know, one of your teammates, and the fact that they have that kind of roar, um, you know, dash to them, that can catch you off guard sometimes. And I think the pig it really plays with your mind sometimes because they can have that crouch uncrouch ability where you can, you know, get rid of your terror radius and just play with their mind a little bit, you know, kind of walk around, you know, crouch, uncrouch, make them think, wait, is the pig here? Wait, no, is it not here? Wait, wait, wait we're there. So it, it can really mess with your mind. And then also the fact that the jigsaw boxes, um, you know, you have that timer aspect to you and usually you don't die by the jigsaw boxes. You know, this, uh, usually you get the time it off in time, but, there's been a few times where, like, that timer's getting pretty low, you know, I've already searched two jigsaw boxes, and I haven't found the right one yet. It's like, oh, man, you know, it's one of these other ones. Like, I hope I find the right one. I hope it's not the last one. It, it does mess with your mind a little bit in that respect. And also the fact that I've had a couple of times where the gates are open, and I have a jigsaw uh, trap in my head. I can't escape until I get that off. And that is definitely a frustrating and scary experience where you know you can't escape. The killer knows you can't escape, so you're going for jigsaw boxes, and they know you have to go for that instead of the exit. So that's kind of my reasoning on the pick being number six, and um, I do love the pig, and if it was based on the killers I love, it'd probably be number one, but um, there are killers that do scare more than the pig. Interesting. And the most passionate detail, you can see everyone. How much he loves the pig. Because <laughs> he went to town on its defense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if that ain't biased, I don't know what is. No, <laughs> no, just, I don't, no, good call. I get you, man. I understand it, too. In terms of the pure well, hopefully I explained it. it fairly well. So yeah, You definitely did. <laughs> oh, man. Well, moving to the fifth one, which was, it was well done, brother. Moving to the Thanks. fifth. I am having a tough time because I'm juggling between four and five between these two. Uh, I'm still juggling who I want to give the fifth and fourth slot to. Um, I'm definitely, I'm going to change my fourth slot now to fifth. So the fifth I'm going to give to the spirit. Uh, All right. I would have easily put her as one of the worst killers in the games until she got the buffs, the three big buffs she got. Obviously, her her windbreaker, I'll call the, her mind trick when she zooms, you'll hear like the vacuum effect um, is no longer directional. So you'll hear it, but you don't know who it's coming to um, it has played a huge factor in, in this decision. And the ability she has now very hard to learn, but seeing what you can do with her, how you track scratch marks until it stops. And uh, her ability to just come out of it, and there you are, boom, she hits you. I think it's a, such a big strategy um, with what she has. So I've put her in the fifth spot, um, and it's because of that buff she got, just that simple buff. So she is the fifth spot for me. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't feared the spirit too much, but um, I definitely understand, you know, based on power, how good she could be, so... Definitely the buffs uh, definitely brought her into one of the top, for sure. That's why a lot of people, especially I've found in Twitch streamers I've watched, will rage quit out. <laughs> because they're getting sick of uh, 
everyone using the spirit now more than ever just because, well, the simple fact that, yeah, she, she is pretty lethal. She is a threat. And my Fair buddy, enough. shout out to my buddy Cornbread, who out of any of the killers I've ever heard, he screamed uh, like I've heard no other scream. He's like, oh, what the hell is that? Oh, my gosh. What the heck? I'm out of here. What is that? I could not believe I heard this grown man, Mr. Tough Guy, <laughs> scream like a baby. He said, I don't know about you guys. I'm going to hide in this bush. Uh, so in terms of fear factor, I'd, I'd tell, I'll tell you right now, he probably put her in one. <laughs> so she's, uh, she's definitely in fit for me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, for me, um, my fifth is actually, uh, going to be the biggest disparity in our list. And this is one that you're probably going to think like, I can't believe you actually put it this high, but, um, I think what this comes down to is, the big difference in uh, rank play. So uh, you play at very high ranks. I play rank 10 to 20. And rank 10 to 20, um, it kind of goes in defense of what you were saying earlier. This killer right here is someone that you can kind of pick up easy and actually be pretty, pretty deadly with. And number five for me is the Wraith. So mm. um, for me, the Wraith is pretty scary to face because you never know when they're going to be there. You know, it has zero terror radius when they're un uh, cloaked, and you actually not, do not know where they are. And I've had several games where, you know, I, I'm just doing a gen, you know, I'm all good, and then you hear that bell, it's like, oh, shit, damn it. You gotta, you like, gotta get out of there. So um, they definitely sneak up on you, and I know there's that shimmer that you can look for, and but sometimes you just get in the zone, and I'm sure you've had this before versus Wraith. Like, you just get in the zone, you know, you're not really paying attention, and you miss that shimmer. And if you miss that shimmer, it's like, oh, damn, they can really sneak up on you really hardcore. And for me, the Wraith, um, like I was saying, it kind of depends on those, you know, ranking styles where 10 to 20, I think a brand new killer can be a lot better with a Wraith than some of the other killers from 10 to 20 because it's going to take less time to learn how to play that killer well and I think that's part of why it makes it this high on my list where it's this scary because the type of ranked players that I play against there's a lot better race than I'm seeing with you know like nurses for example like for nurses 10 to 20 they're almost always shit killers uh race 10 to 20 you can actually come up against some pretty decent killers for what you're used to facing and for me that is um a little bit nerve-wracking and we talked about earlier where the games that we play we recently played it was the, the wraith killers that um actually you know we came up against that really give us a hard time and it seems like every game i have against the wraith it, it's definitely difficult right okay i get that no and i get that and 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 i i did express it earlier where you know the newer newer people, especially good for uh, new people that want to be killers, be wraith, and and especially for the the newer survivors, right? Like play uh, killers like that are going to be scared. You're going to be scared the hell out of, them, right? You're gonna you're gonna be freaked out. Uh, even with doctor, even he was low in the rank, you're going to be freaked out because you don't know what to do, right? You're like, what the heck do I do? This thing, I'm screaming. I don't know what's going on, or what? Why do I keep screaming? And you realize you got to get to tier three. So, yeah, I definitely get that. Interesting, bro. <laughs> yeah, so I gave and you that. That is the biggest disparity. You ranked at fifteen, I ranked at five, so that's that's ten ranks. That's the biggest disparity in our entire list. So it's a big one. Yep. <laughs> well, I'll give you number four. And number four, hands down, is the ghost face. Uh definitely right. one of the top killers in the game. 
Um, great add-on. The ability to not be detected, getting into stock mode, is huge. To be a stealth killer and having a survivor not know where you are, when you are, and be able to have the ability of a one-hit down definitely puts Ghostface on that list. He is a monster out there. Um, definitely freaky to play against. Uh, just any killer that has an ability to instant down should easily be on that list. But uh, to also not be detected if you're not exposed um, or revealed, rather, for survivor's aspect uh, is huge. So on the four on the list is Ghostface. All right, fair enough. I mean, I haven't faced Ghostface yet, but I do think I'm going to enjoy facing Ghostface a lot. You know, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to play against. So. You will wet yourself, um. that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I figured so. <laughs> Get some extra typees. <laughs> and that was uh, number three for you? That's four. Okay, so you have three left? I got three left, yeah. All right. <clears throat> how did I catch up to you then? I don't know how I did it, but... <laughs> we balanced it out. Yeah, All yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, next for me is number four, and my number four is a killer you've already talked about, but, um, for me, it's pretty scary to face, and that is the Huntress, so, for me, the Huntress is definitely a deadly killer, and I think for me, what uh, makes this killer a lot scarier sometimes is those hatchet throws, because you never know when they're going to toss a hatchet, and some of these uh, Huntresses, you know, even from 10 to 20, if they're playing on PC, they can have deadly accurate aim with those hatchets. And, you know, I've been hit from, like, you know, a mile away sometimes. Like, oh, damn, that was a nice shot. Like, you know, I always give them props for it. Like, oh, geez, they, they really got me good there. And for me, that um, that and the lullaby, like, the lullaby is really creepy. And I love how creepy it is. It's really cool, actually. And the fact that they can toss hatchets at you, too. You know, you hear that lullaby, it's like, oh, man, they're they're here. They're somewhere. And you know, even when it gets out uh, directional soon, that's going to be even more deadly and more scary. But even right now, the fact that they can toss those hatchets at you, uh, especially for the way that I uh, play with the lockers too, and you know, the fact that the huntress you know goes into the locker to reload their hatchets, they're going to be checking the lockers more often than other killers. So uh, I can't hide on lockers as much as the huntress either. So <laughs> facing the huntress is definitely a scary experience for me because I don't have that crutch of using the lockers. They have hatches they can toss at me, so if they see me, I can, you know, run by, but they can still hit me on the way by, so it's definitely a scary experience facing Huntress. Definitely one of the most lethal killers in the game, that's for sure. To be up that high, there's no disagreement there. Appreciate that, thanks. Mm -hmm. No, definitely deadly. And especially for you, because I know you've been victim, I told you, don't go... <laughs> When the Huntress <laughs> yeah. says, don't go in the locker, yep. she's going to replenish, and all of a sudden, surprise, and then boom. <laughs> An easy hook. Which, before we say them, too, I will say that uh, we both have three left. Two of our top three, neither one of us has said this. I think it speaks a lot that two of our top three are top three for us when we have completely different ways of ranking them. Yes. Uh, sadly, number three, which I would love to say is number one. And this is my bias, but it's not. Uh, definitely one of my favorite killers to use. I don't use as much because I like using other killers as much, but he doesn't take away from how dangerous he is. The number three, uh, three spot easily um, could be arguably top two, uh, you know, but uh, Michael Myers. Hands down, 
Um, the lowest stealth radius in the game, you're looking at 16 meters when you get the tier 2 um, to the points where if you put 100 abuse on him, he'd be base. But we're going base killer. Um, basically, he's undetected till it's about too late where you're going to have to dodge and weave. He has the ability to one-hit down you. Um, definitely probably the scariest killer in the game because when you're just doing your thing on a generator, there he is from a distance stalking you, looking at you like Laurie Strode was being stalked when she was looking out her school window and seeing him right next to the car. They're just staring at you. Um, definitely ranks as number three on the list for me, 100%. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think um, <clears throat> it's definitely a deadly killer for sure. And, you know, uh, I will say... It, we actually ranked at the same spot. You know, number three for me is the shape as well. So for me, uh, it, it's super, super scary. And I, I know you've been there, you know, sometimes when I, you know, see the shape out of the corner of my eye, like, oh, damn, you know, because it can really sneak up on you. So it, it's super, super scary. And the fact that, like, he just sits there and stares at you is so creepy. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, wait, oh, shit, it's Myers. Run. <laughs> like, so. Yeah. It, it, it's so that. scary. Um I definitely <laughs> get very scared facing him. Just one second. All right, sorry about that. But yeah, I definitely get very scared uh, facing the shape like that. And Meyer is, is such a scary killer in general, but his power makes it even scarier because he just stands there like a creep just staring at you and he powers up and then he's even more deadly to the point where if he's uh, tier 3 he can just knock you once and you're down so he's super super deadly and he's very very scary to face so I mean for me um, it has to be number 3 because I every time it's a Myers I'm like oh man it's Myers like this is going to be a rough game like and that's what I always feel whenever I know it's Myers like oh damn this game is not going to be easy and I'm sure you probably feel the same way. Like, whenever you see a Myers, like, this is not going to be the easiest game in the world. No, it's definitely not. He's definitely the most horrifying out of all of them. Just to see him standing there watching you. Just, they made him definitely the best licensed killer made to the T of the movie. Um, just overall, uh, love to see him at number one spot, but that wouldn't be the truth. So, but definitely the most, one of the most lethal to use definitely fun to use and we ranked at the same spot so it's really yeah. interesting to me that you know we had completely different criteria and we ranked in the same spot yeah i believe it uh number two and number two hands down uh is the hillbilly hillbilly uh just the power he utilizes to be able to have a uh the mobility like he does where he can have a a chainsaw that would <laughs> power you up to speed through the map across the map and monitor every area quickly and the ability if you're you you come across that blade of chainsaws that he has to instant down you easily makes him one of the most annoying killers one of the best killers hands down hillbilly definitely takes the number two spot uh without question just unbelievable speed insta down ability again that insta down ability if you have that ability that just puts you pretty much almost above all um and a threat so hillbilly for me hits the two spot i definitely get that completely so much that i actually ranked hillbilly two as well so uh we tied again for that one and 
hillbilly with you said with that mobility that's what makes it so scary for me and that's kind of the huge difference with the cannibal for me like the cannibal is completely unscary where the chainsaw ability of the hillbilly they can move across the map so fast that whenever i know it's the hillbilly i'm like oh man this is gonna be a rough game for me because even a beginner killer some beginner mm -hmm. killers can actually play the hillbilly pretty well i'm not one of them like i don't play the hillbilly well i just can't master that you know movement mechanic um properly but some people actually get the hang of it pretty fast and it makes them very deadly you know early on in the game and honestly the fact that i could be working on a gen you know uh one side of the map it, it's so scary to feel like okay if if i mess up this gen if you know i feel a skill check that hillbilly if they wanted to they could be over here in about five seconds fly and, and that's a scary feeling like oh shit you know i feel a skill check that hillbilly's probably running for me that, that's a scary feeling yeah, he definitely an intense killer. The, just that ability to to have that to make sure you got to be careful, especially when you hear that chainsaw to start the game. He is very hard to he is hard to learn, but once you get the hang of it and that mobility, uh, it's peaches. Yeah, he's definitely super super deadly, and I do not like the games that I face. And so whenever it's a hillbilly game, I'm like ah oh, damn it, I don't want to play this game. But whatever, I'm not like one of the people that rage quits anytime. So I'm like, well, I'll play it and see what happens. Right? That's <laughs> insane. But um, I I do know who your number one is now by process elimination. So you want to talk about your number one? Yeah, hands down, number one um, is set on the class of her own. So I'll give you the great detail, obviously, why she is uh, the nurse, hands down, number one in the game, no questions asked. The ability to go through pallets, go through walls, go down, blink with her blink ability, to go, th go downward or upward on top of a roof or whatever it may be, um, really eliminates all defenses that survivors have. This is probably... Some killers can do, but this is probably the only killer I can always say comfortably can can survive a game without perks. Because, quite frankly, you eliminate everything that the, po the survivor can possibly do. Um, you know, especially with her fixes, the little bug fixes that they fix with her blinks now. Um, hands down, the nurse takes number one on the spot. Yeah, I definitely hear what you're saying there, and... I mean, the nurse for me, um, I, I would be a scary killer if I was playing against better nurses. And that's the big problem for me and why it's not higher. I'm just not facing nurses that are that good. But sure. so the fact that she can go through walls like that, like, that would be extremely scary if people knew how to use it properly. But ranks yeah. 10 to 20, people don't know how to do that properly. So Even high um, ranks um, still, because she's so hard to use. Right. It's just so scary um, to know that there are good ones out there. Because you have no way. If she finds you, you're in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, top killers have trouble with her, especially on console. But seeing some people that work on the PC. Yeah, like, I mean, I mentioned earlier, you know, I've seen Falldown, a streamer on PC. And he's, I wouldn't say he's, like, you know, the best killer in the world. But, like, he definitely knows how to use her properly. And he does a great job with her. And most times when he plays the nurse, he kills at least three. So I, I think he does a pretty good job. Not bad at all. Um, and I think, you know, process elimination, you know who my number one is, right? Go for it. So, number one for me, um, it was a lot lower on your list, but, um, the fear factor of this one, it has, it unparallels with the other ones. I mean, 
the fear factor for this one, when I find out I'm playing a game with this killer, I'm like, oh shit, this game is going to suck so much. And the, this killer for me, it's like a, a huge letdown whenever it's this killer. I'm like, oh man, uh, well, I'm probably losing this game. <laughs> I don't like to have that defeatist attitude, but it, honestly, when I face this killer, that's just how it seems <laughs> to turn out like 90% of the time. And that is the hag. And yeah. basically, whenever you face a hag, there's almost always a hex ruin on there. And a hag with a hex ruin is just my kryptonite. It, it's really my kryptonite to the max. I mean, I do not know how to play against a hag with a crypt, uh, hex ruin because for me it just completely stalls my entire game because my playstyle, I like to sneak around, do gems, and get the hell out of there as soon as possible. The hag completely changes that for me and it completely ruins my entire playstyle because I'm not, you know, one of those survivors that likes to, you know, run the killer around, distract them, like, I don't like to play that way. Um, I do, you know, like to play some altruism a little bit and try to help my teammates out. But for the most part, I'm I'm mostly an objective uh, survivor, and I try to go for the objectives. The hack completely takes that away from me. It completely takes away what I'm good at, and I knock out gens. You know, especially I use tap a lot. Tap is great at getting those gens done for me, especially with the detective's hunch perk. You know, it's a great perk for getting those gens done. And it completely takes that away from me. So for the first part of the game, I'm literally just sitting there like, um, I'm completely useless here. I, I can't do gens. Like, yes, I could tap them, but I mean, that, that's so freaking slow to do that. And it, it just completely ruins my game. And until that hex ruin is down, I can't really play. I mean, I don't know what to say about it. Like, it's just, it completely destroys my entire game. And until that ruins down, I can't do a thing. So. <laughs> well then yeah i get that <laughs> no i get that uh, she can definitely be overwhelming if you're not crouching if you don't have urban evasion as a perk as a survivor because you know it's it, it, you know it becomes obviously a normal walk of speed so you can get there uh it, it can take some time she is a kryptonite for many uh, I can understand why she's uh, incredibly annoying. Yeah, and I'll make the point too that like it's not just the ruin itself because obviously any killer can use ruin, but her with ruin is even more deadly because she can place down those traps and just teleport to you, and it just makes it so much more frustrating to go around the map looking for ruin because at any moment you could stumble upon a trap you didn't know was coming. Like, oh damn, there's the hag teleporting there. I gotta run this way now. Like, it's just so it's frustrating. It's just yeah. a mental thing. It's like, oh man, like so. <laughs> if there was ever a killer that would make me want to rage quit, it, it's always the hag. Like, whenever I see it's a hag, like mentally i want to check out of that game instantly but i just power through anyways but i'm like oh man this game is gonna suck so bad <laughs> no i get it man i get it she is uh she is a nuisance um yeah hands down a fear factor <laughs> for sure her mori's probably the best in the game too well and especially so the ranks i play at too 10 to 20 like you can have some hags that are a lot better than you know they should be at 10 to 20 because she's not that hard to learn you know what I mean so yeah no no no, I get it. Interesting, interesting ranks, interesting ranks. Yeah, so. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> so there's our ranks. So um, quickly, I'll run through my list again real quick. So uh, my list is 16 is Nightmare, 15 is Trapper, 14 is Cannibal, 13 is Clown, 12 is Spirit, 11 is Plague, 10 is Ghostface, 9 is the Nurse, 8 is the Doctor, 7 is Legion, 6 is the Pig, 5 is the Wraith, 
four is Huntress, three is Shape, two is the Hillbilly, and number one for me is the Hag. And how about yours? So we're looking at... Starting from 17, correct? 16. 16. So we got Freddy at 16. We got the Wraith at 15. We got 14, the Plague. We got 13, Doc. 12, Pig. Trapper at 11. Did I get that right? Yeah. Right? 11? Yep, yeah. 11, so. yeah. <laughs> 10, we got the Leatherface. Hag at 9. 8 at Legion. 7 at Huntress. Clown at 6. 5, uh, five Spirit. 4 Ghostface. 3 Michael Myers. 2 Hillbilly. Number 1, the Nurse. Fair enough. I think we have some good lists there, and I do really like how Hillbilly and Shape made it into the top three of our list with completely different factors being looked at. So I think yeah. that says a lot for those killers. Yeah, it does. Uh, they definitely stand out. So, And, you know, you're number one, the nurse. I mean, for me, it'd be a lot higher if uh, people 10 to 20 knew how to play it better, but no one really seems to know how to play it 10 to 20. Not. So for me, it's like, hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's rare. Like I said, at 70, 30, they're probably going to suck. But the, that 30%, man, when you get it, you get it hard, and they finish you off pretty fast. Fair enough. So um, hopefully, you know, people enjoyed our rankings, and I'm sure they're going to disagree with every single one of them. But <laughs> that's fair enough. You know, tell us your rankings as well. You know, get a hold of us. Um, if people do want to get a hold of you, how can they do that, AC? You can get a hold of me at Mixer. I'm on Mixer at ACC underscore. Uh, you can catch me up on Twitter at ACC underscore streams. Come check me out. Uh, we're doing a big thing. It's been a popular thing. We're doing Debunk 4 Saturday on the 13th of July, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Come check us out. We watch a bunch of videos, and we put our take if we believe these ghost videos or not. Uh, we definitely, majority of the time, have a laugh of it. It's a, it's a big uh, social event. We all get together and just have have a good time. <laughs> Uh, some people get freaked out at something. Some others say no. Uh, but we all have a good time either way. Uh, come check us out July 13th, this Saturday. Debunk yeah, 4. Yeah, I'll definitely say it's a lot of fun to check out. Um, I did catch um, a good chunk of the Debunk 2, and uh, I, I did enjoy that a lot. So yeah. definitely check that out, guys, if you uh, want to see some you know cool ghost stuff and see if it's real or not. Yeah, we do a monthly thing of it. Uh, everyone submits, so the community had submits videos. We've got a boatload of videos being submitted. So Friday, there will be no stream because I got to look at all the videos, put them together in order. It's going to be a long one, but the long everyone wanted it longer because it's just so much fun. We all interact. We all have a laugh. We're all together. Um, that's the, the point of all this. It's super fun. So that's where you can check me out, man. Sounds good. And I would definitely say uh, drop him a follow, guys. You know, he's one of the best streamers I know, and he's one of the uh, few streamers on Mixer that I support wholeheartedly. So Definitely appreciate um, you guys dropping the follow if you want to head over there. Uh, you will see me over there as much as I'm available. And, uh, you know, he is usually a raid victim of mine. So, you know, uh, come uh, be a <laughs> victimized with me. Still recovering <laughs> from the last yes. one. <laughs> Thank you for that, brother. I appreciate it, man. No problem. <laughs> but um, just quickly to recap, um, our next podcast is going to be next Saturday, probably about State of Decay 2. Um, I just got to decide what topic I want to do because there's several topics uh, Heartland related that I want to cover. I just have to decide which one I want to do first. Our next stream is going to be Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. Eastern for Borderlands 2. And we're also going to do a Monday stream, uh, 12 to 4 Eastern. It's probably going to be Borderlands 2. It just depends um, 
That Sunday stream, we may actually finish the story of Borderlands 2. So if you want to see the ending of the story, I would definitely suggest checking out that Sunday stream because we are close enough that we might finish it Sunday. If we don't finish it, we'll do the stream on Monday. If we do end up finishing Borderlands 2 on Sunday, what we're going to do on Monday is start Episode 1 of Tales from the Borderlands, which um, I know ACC has played. He enjoyed it as well, so he can you know vouch for uh, me as well that it is a lot of fun to watch that game. Definitely the funniest out of all yeah. of them, too. It's just super interactive. Yeah, so we're starting that soon. So if it doesn't start on Monday, then it'll be the week after that I start that. But uh, Tuesday is by State of Decay doubleheader. I usually have a doubleheader every week where um, I do State of Decay during the day and then at night. So 12 to 4 Eastern, I'm doing State of Decay. And then also on Tuesday, 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern, I'm doing State of Decay as well. So uh, I might have a speed run of Heartland in there. I might go for uh, my final achievements uh, if I don't have it yet for Heartland. Or I might just, you know, do some Daybreak or something. So, yeah, I always kind of change it up with that, but it'll be some kind of State of Decay content. So, in order to find me, you can find me via email, theblazeexperience at gmail.com. You can find me on Mixer as well, at mixer.com slash blazeexperience. You can find me on Twitter or my Xbox Gamer Tag at blazeexperience, capital B-L-A-I-S-E, capital X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E. And you can also find me on Discord, which is going to be in the show notes, so check out that. Uh, I am on Facebook and YouTube, but I always say that I don't um, interact on there as often. So if you do interact with me on Facebook and YouTube, I definitely appreciate it. Just it'll take me a little bit longer to get back to you because I only check those um, about maybe once a week. Where as like Twitter and Discord, I check pretty much every day. So those are the fastest ways to hold me. If you aren't listening to the podcast already, well, obviously listen to this one. But um, other ways you can find the podcast are going to be on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Blueberry, Podbean, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, and many of the directories. So essentially, if you just type into your search bar, The Blaze Experience, you'll find us somewhere and just watch us on um, or listen to us on whatever uh, platform you prefer. Uh, I say watch because we are on YouTube as well. So if you like the YouTube platform, then definitely check us out there as well. And you'll find the podcast in uh, audio slash video form there. And the last option I have is um, if you are someone that doesn't like apps at all, then I do have another option for you that if you want to join my Discord, in my Discord, there's a special channel with uh, direct download links that will directly download whatever podcast you want to hear. It has all the podcasts that are done. All you have to do is just click the link. It'll directly download it to your phone or uh, computer, whatever device you're using. So if you don't want to have any other uh, apps you know, taking up uh, space in your phone, just download whatever podcast you want directly from there. But ACC, I definitely appreciate you being here. Thanks for coming back with me. Um, we'll, we'll definitely do another Dead by Daily episode at some point soon. Um, maybe we'll talk about like a perk rankings or something like that. We'll have to get together and figure out what to do. But, you know, I'm thinking like uh, something to do with perks would probably be a good idea. Yeah, sounds good, man. And always thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun to talk to you all the time. So uh, definitely fun to go through our lists and hopefully people enjoyed our lists and, uh, liked our different um, strategies for ranking those. Yeah, man, it was super fun. Hope you all enjoyed it. I look forward to the next one. Same here. And thank you very much for listening to The Blaze Experience.